Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Great to have you with me. Let's get to it. Here's my macro principle for this episode. It is essential. It is absolutely essential that our national leaders make sure that we are not so dependent on foreign products, on foreign minerals and gas and products, that we are incapable of being self-sustaining in the crises we face as a nation. I believe that we have found out recently in recent years that due to contracts and agreements and global arrangements, that the United States has often been dependent on its enemies for some of the hardware, some of the supplies it most needs to survive as a nation. We must insist that our elected leaders and our national leaders, our presidents, our Congress, our cabinet officials, make sure that we are self-sustaining in the essentials of our national life. Now, let me give you two examples where this has not been the case. We learned as COVID hit that not only was it possible that this was a virus that had come out of China, out of Wuhan, and that's still being debated. I'll leave that to the experts. But we then found that many of the medicines that we found that we needed, many of the N95 masks, many of the uh, other supplies that we needed, incubators, etc., all of the things that we needed, uh, all the respirators, many of them came from China, that we relied on China, which is particularly good at some of these medical supplies and creating them, producing them, that we had contracts, that we had agreements that relied on them to an extreme degree. And had they not been relatively benevolent during COVID, we would have had a much harder time catching up and probably wouldn't be where we are now in terms of defeating the disease. China. This is China. This is a nation that has sworn to conquer us. This is a nation that's taking us on worldwide. This is a nation uh, that, along with Russia, we are most likely to confront militarily around the world. This is a nation that is on the move in the Arctic, around Taiwan. I could go on and on. We all know the stories. And yet, we became comfortable as a nation relying on China for many of the medical supplies that we need. Absolutely stunning. The same thing is true, by the way. I've mentioned Taiwan. I've already done a podcast where I've talked about the semiconductors um, and the microchips that we use as a nation. Where are many of them produced? Taiwan. If China makes a move on Taiwan, we are not currently prepared. Now, there are plans, there are contracts, there are deals, there are new factories being built in the United States, uh, in Ohio, in Arizona. That's great. But we should never have been in a position where a simple move by China would have caused us not to have what we need to function as a nation. One of the most galling, because at least we've been in relatively uh, good communication and, and relative harmony with China in recent decades, not so much now, but in recent decades, but the one that really disturbs me um, is Russia. Do you know that in 2021, we received as a nation 21% of our gasoline from Russia? 
And so part of what's causing some dithering in Washington, D.C. right now in response to Russia's incursion into the Ukraine is that we're not completely sure we want to cut off Russia entirely as far as its gas sales in the Western world. Europe's dealing with this same kind of duplicity and hesitancy because we rely so heavily on their gasoline. Apparently, almost 50% of Europe's gasoline comes from Russia, and 21% of the United States' gasoline comes from Russia. Well, you know what? If, you're, if, you've, if you've given control of your life to your enemy, then you're not going to be that courageous in doing the right thing towards your enemy, and your enemy is going to realize he has power over you. Maybe this is part of what's emboldening Putin. So understand what's going on in our nation. While we are importing gasoline from Russia and thus filling the war chests of Vladimir Putin, our government has shut down drilling efforts in the United States. You know, satellite imaging has shown us in recent decades that there we are sitting on a massive oil field in the United States. There is plenty of oil in Canada, in the United States, to take care of our nation and Canada for years to come. Some would say centuries. Well, certainly enough for generations. And yet we've shut down those pipelines. We've, we've closed those. We've, we've been anti-drilling. We've been anti-fracking. We've been anti-petroleum. We've been anti-developing these, these resources in our own shores, thus producing jobs, thus producing prosperity. And it can be done. Of course, it needs to be done with a green consideration, with a consideration for wildlife and for the land. We're smart enough to pull that off. It's not an either-or proposition. But here we are shutting down drilling efforts in our own nation, knowing that we're sitting on a sea of oil, and we're importing from our enemies. So in our recent two crises, the Russian incursion into Ukraine and the COVID-19 crisis, we have found that we are so dependent on our enemies, and I don't think there's any problem in saying that China and Russia are our avowed enemies worldwide. We're not in open, hot war with them, but we definitely, they definitely are talking about defeating us. They definitely are on the move. They definitely at the least are thumbing their nose at us. And by the way, they're both on the move right now because we showed weakness in Afghanistan. There's just no question about that. So they're taking advantage of our own perceived weakness, our own aging president, our own dithering government. And as a result, we are coming to understand, the average man on the street is coming to understand that we've got global deals and global contracts and arrangements and importation treaties, trade treaties, that make us dependent on people who have sworn to destroy us. Now, I know I sound extreme right wing right now, and I know I sound angry, but I'll tell you, if nothing else is going to come out of these two moments, and I think a great many things will, but if nothing else is going to come out of them, we need to realize that our nation has the resources. We've got this amazing continent. Our nation has the resources to care for itself, and we ought to be self-sustaining. Doesn't mean we can't be benevolent with others. Doesn't mean we can't export. Uh, but we, but when it comes to essential things, I'm not talking about everything in the world. If we want to get our chocolates from somewhere, if we want to get our safety pins from somewhere else, if we want to get certain clothes from other places, that's fine. But the essentials, gas, electronics, intelligence equipment, uh, automobiles, you understand what I'm saying. If, if, what we're, if what we're doing is trading away our national security, we are making a mistake and we are endangering generations to come. 
So it is essential that we put at the heart of our politics, I will have to say this bluntly, not a narrow kind of Trumpian, just shut down trade everywhere. That's not what I'm saying. But when it comes to the essentials, make sure that we are producing them at home. If the whole world outside of the U.S. disappeared, we should be able to function as a nation so far as the resources, the natural resources, the technologies that we need to survive. We should not outsource those to our enemies. That is suicide. And again, that doesn't make us hard right wing. That doesn't make us anything that, that should be uh, decried. It simply makes us wise. And we should insist that our statesmen hold on to this. This is a great moment for us to undo these relationships with Russia and begin importing more from Canada while we are drilling more within the 40, 50 states. Not so much Hawaii, but let's say the 49 states that are oil rich. And then, of course, we should already be reducing our reliance technologically and medical technology, certainly on China, definitely on other nations. Is that because we hate them? We want to damage them? We want to go to war with them? We have trade wars with them? No. I would say that the United States' policy ought to be to help every nation in the world be self-sustaining. That makes for a healthy nation. That, that, makes, that, that makes for nations that are safe. That makes for nations that are, that are not invading other nations to capture oil fields or gas fields or like Russia right now. There's no question that Russia, part of the motivation for Russia, Putin invading Ukraine is that Ukraine produces a massive amount of the wheat for the world. 28% of the world's wheat comes out of the Ukraine. Unbelievable. He wants that. Petroleum on a massive degree comes out of the Ukraine. Putin wants that. So you've got an invasion happening here in part because there are natural resources to be had. Now, what if we'd worked hard to ensure and to help every nation be self-sustaining? You wouldn't have, you know, where goods and services cross in borders and where, you're, where you've got countries that are self-sustaining, then you don't have armies crossing those borders. Putin's crossing the Ukrainian border right now to capture resources he's not sure he's got in his own land. And that's what's going on. So we got we to gotta vote. We got to lobby. Those of you in Congress, those of you in the Senate, this is essential. This is American patriotism. This is neither GOP nor the Democrat Party. This is, this is, this is not Trumpian. Uh, this is not just an arrogant, mindless America first. This is simply being a healthy nation, a nation led by patriots. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.